0: What's going on, everybody? You've got the Cardboard Coach here with your boy, Coach Go, Co. And team, today we've got a very special guest on the podcast here today. We've got Henny Benny, a.k.a. Garnett Sports Cards. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing
1: great, brother. How are you?
0: I'm good. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, I uh, my brain is short circuited, so we're we're hoping that this episode isn't full of bumps. But I think I mean you and I are gonna have a blast today. I'm excited. I we've we've chatted for I mean years on on social media. Finally got to meet up at the national, and uh, it was a lot of fun. You were set up, and I I'm excited to hear about your stories because you've got some crazy ones, including pulling a massive Luca. Back in uh, like 2018, you were breaking when before breaking was was cool, man. Before Before everyone and their brother <clears> was a breaker. <throat> so let's dive into that a little bit. So talk to me about when did you, we'll go into origin story, but like when did you start like making real moves in sports cards?
1: So right around the summer of 2016, I was working at Target and I was sitting there and my dad always told me, that he would rather be, you know, rich. Well, he actually, I'm actually having a short circuit myself. Look at that. <laughs> so he'd rather be, he would rather be broken, miserable than rich and happy. And that's something that I always kind of lived by because going to work every day and respecting that nine to five hustle is something that my parents is, have instilled in me since day one. And I was sitting there. And a huge mentor of me, of mine. Wow, my language is horrid already. Look at that, boys! I'm an electric factory. Let's get ready to rock and roll. So, um a huge mentor of mine was RBI, and still is RBI Crew Seven. And I went all the way. I drove all the way out to St. Louis, Missouri, because I was literally at a stage of my life where I was like, I have no idea what to do, like whatsoever. And this is the one thing that I was really good at. So. Summer 2016, I went all the way out to St. Louis. I talked to RBI Crew 7, who's been a brother of mine since, oh my God, 2011. So I started on YouTube growing up in high school. Um, I gained over 1,000 subscribers. A lot of my brothers and family come from that old community. And they really supported me and lifted me up. And the whole plan was, was to start Garnet Sports Cards and go into business for myself. And we started to do raffles on Instagram live when that started to peak. And as we were doing raffles, and as we were you know, breaking open uh, boxes and opening up cards for people and stuff like that, things started to actually snowball into a huge and, and a bigger and bigger thing. So it was really a blessing. That's when it really started to move fast. And I caught a lot of that, you know, amazing Patrick Mahomes gust of wind in 2017 and it all just went went into a perfect plan since then so 2017 was that big year where i needed to take the 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 physical and also uh, manifest this this jump where uh it was time to to start breaking more and that's what i ended up doing so 2017 that was the big big year and it was lucky cuz it was great classes
0: there's not a lot of people you can talk to that were breaking during 2017 uh, you know patrick mahomes you got jason tatum on the other side 2018 you have uh uh, uh, josh allen you know what i mean you got Mm luca like it's much more common to hear stories about people ripping in like 2020 2019 you know like the jaws Zion's. um but like the people who caught that first wave in 2017 2018 like talk to me about some of those hits man like what were like some of the things you were pulling and what were the prices like i got what what were the (laughs) boxes
1: i wanted to say
0: that yeah i wanted to say that so bad so
1: um when i was getting you know boxes from our distributor and looking at prices like for example you know prism at the time so if you wanted to get like a i think it was 24 pack box a retail box of prism from like, let's say Jason Tatum year, that would only be like 195 bucks as like a giant retail box. Now the hobby stuff was ranging anywhere between like five, six, seven hundred $700. And obviously as release grew, it went up a little bit, but Prism hobby boxes, they would never eclipse more than $1,000. Um, I remember when Ben Simmons was really popping off, that product reached $1,200 a box and I was looking at it like, oh my God, someone's going to end up pulling like I don't know, Some, someone's going to pull a future McDonald's worker and someone's going to be really <laughs> upset, you know, for five, six, seven hundred dollars 700 Now it's like you open a box, you'll get you to Wabanabe or, you know, someone else that that definitely doesn't deserve an NBA uniform. And you're sitting there like, wow, I just spent eighteen grand on this box of cards. But, you know, back then prices were so down and it was actually amazing to see the rookie class – end up making you profit because of just how good they were. So like when you would open up basketball products, you would have Tatum, De'Aaron Fox, let's say in 2017. um, And guys like, you know, Josh Hart or Josh Jackson and stuff like that. Things would always carry the product. So you would end up pulling, you know, let's say one of my favorite pulls that I had, um, I ended up pulling a Patrick Mahomes two out of five National Treasures rookie auto. Now at the time that car was maybe like 2017 so 400 bucks same card during the boom i think peaked that over like 16k and then went to 20 as like a bgs7 so obviously things have, have have all you know kind of uh regulated but at the same time pulling those cards and screaming heat check for customers and getting all excited dude like literally like you said going from the homes to then allen and and lamar to the 19 with kyler those were like the golden years of breaking. I remember card collector 2, myself, uh, Noe who, uh, South Texas breaks. I love him to pieces. Like that was literally the crew on Instagram for breaks. That was about it. Other than that, it was, it was, you go on to, you know, any single blog site, but, but yeah, man, it was the wild West before, before the wild West really hit cards. I gotta be honest with you.
0: That is wild. And so talk to me about, you know, what, so now we go into like origin story, right? So like 2016, mm-hmm. you don't really know what direction to head in. You had to see your buddy and, you know, it, it's pretty clear that you want to jump on like the 2017 class and, and you know, that there's yeah. like a, a real need for the market, for something in the market, right? Like, uh, you know, where does that even come from? Right? Like why is sports cards even a thought in your mind in terms of like how to progress your life?
1: So growing up, like, my dad introduced me into like kind of collecting like how he was when he was a kid. And it was going to, you know, Rite Aid or Eckerd's, if you guys remember that store, um, and going into, you know, your pharmacies and opening up packs of cards. And I remember opening up, you know, uh, random, you know, packs all the way from Heritage to Sage Leaf, and I got hooked on it. And from seeing myself grow up and collecting guys like Ruben Randall and and going the super hard, you know, PC route to then kind of experiencing, oh wow, I can actually make money on this, buy my PC stuff. And that's kind of like a uh, you know, a self-affording hobby. So it was a blessing in that aspect, but it kind of pushed me when, you know, you look around and and you just For me, at least, I looked around and I'm like, I'm just not, I mean, you would obviously know this, brother, I'm just not normal. So, (laughs) like, I didn't want to get a normal nine to five and and sit there and, like, be cracked out in a corner because, you know, I got my boss looking over my cubicle and I'm ready to fucking implode, you know? But at the same time, at the same time, right, you know, it was time for me to really experience something I was passionate about and going after my dreams and that was sports cards and from seeing the success that I had on YouTube and knowing that I can carry that over, pay some bills myself. You know, I gotta be honest with you. I would have never expected in all of my years to have been able to pay my bills, my parents' bills, all because of the people that are watching this. So I can't say thank you enough. And that's the reason why I'm really defensive when people try and fuck with people um, on Instagram and this hobby in this community, because in all reality, if more people were to understand that the reason why people like myself, or I would consider myself, or guys like Car Collector Two, who's my brother, I love him to death, guys like you, Brendan, guys like you know King of the Cards, all of my brothers, it wraps around a true community, and we all love you to pieces. I know I'm I'm probably talking for you as well. So you yeah. know the origin story really pushed into a, you know an effect when I was looking at things, and I'm like, you know what. There's money to be made out of this. If you're smart with investing, if you know how to clean and grade and it was really time to push. So I ended up becoming more of a, oh, I'll do things, you know, with cards for myself versus doing things for other people. So I was kind of leaving, collecting and more so becoming a business. And with the help of guys, like I said earlier, RBI Crew 7, Car Collector 2 was huge uh, MC sports cards, my brother, Mike, um, all those guys like that lifted me up and I was able to end up breaking on Instagram live. And throughout all those breaks, it just ended up becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. There was nights where, you know, we called them nudie magazine days. So on Monday I would end up getting all of my inventory at, you know, in the mail. And I'd go out like Adam Sandler and twirl around and listen to music and start screaming and yelling like boys, it's nudie magazine day and start screaming heat checks it's all about being different being yourself and I think that's something that um is a lot different nowadays if I have to be you know putting my two cents in I feel like everyone's trying to be cut from the same cloth when in all reality you know being different is what makes you successful so the origin story definitely turned from like I don't know it's like a Batman origin story but I have parents you know Yeah, it's a a rough situation, but we turned it from, you know, going to card shows and going through the dollar boxes to then recording it and going on Instagram live and talking more about, you know, Instagram live was like my podcast before podcast. So I would, with me, at least I would try and educate people to the best of my ability to like, remember what, what used to happen in cards along with like where we once were. So I know a lot of people nowadays is they're all concerned about, you know, people leaving cards, money, leaving cards and, and all these things, X, Y, and Z. But in all reality, if you invest defensively, like like Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, uh, guys like that, right. Patrick Mahomes, whoever you want to go after. And it's a smart situation where it's a game use patch shot or a rookie path. Those are the, the things that, that you and I, or people who are like Benny, I want to invest. I want to, to, you know, have a, a entrepreneur business where I can go into cards and and buy something for 80 and flip it for, you know, a hundred percent profit that can be done here. If you do it the right way. And I feel like everyone nowadays is so focused on uh, who the next big star is versus you can still make money and do it more defensively. And quicker defensively, in my opinion, than risking it all based off, like like dude, like Chet Holmgren, he's he looks like a French fry. I'm concerned. <laughs> like, like guys like that, that concern me, you know, like Najee Harris looks like he has bubblegum knees. Uh I'm I'm just concerned a lot of different people's viewpoints on investing, where it's like, Man, oh man! I wish someone were were there to tell me, like Ben, like stop buying Ruben Randalls. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, like take that, take that thousand dollars that you just spent on like eighty different cards, and you can flip it into this, buy your favorite Ruben Randalls, and then still have money to pay the bills. So that's kind of where I wanted to be, and I also wanted to help out a ton of people. I'm just, I'm. I feel like I'm like the Forrest Gump of cards long story short. So there's a lot of stories. (laughs) I love
0: that. And we're here for story time. I mean, I think you're right. First of all, you you provide like an interesting perspective in that, like, (laughs) you're right. Everyone's kind of rushing to be the same person. Like you, you look at the space and the space has evolved considerably since you've jumped in. And, you know, even from let's say like early 2020 until now, you've got three full years in, in this space. And you kind of know who's running the show, you know, who who has a, a acquired significant followings, who has who has built their brands up. Right. And and people almost look to those people and they're like, OK, what do they do? Right. I'm going to replicate it. But what those people right. did right was just kind of be themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like a perfect right. combination of being themselves, the right place, the right time, taking the right amount of risk. You know, yeah. like there's so much in it. And I think a lot of people feel like they kind of like missed the boat. And I think that's why people gravitate towards like following the, the, the same recipe, but you know, it's not like baking where the recipe can't really be replicated again. Right. So authenticity is key. I couldn't agree more. Uh, You know, when it comes to, I mean, I kind of want to talk a little bit about defensive, you know, defensive investing, uh, as you mentioned, you know, buying in a defensive mindset, for instance, like, I think a lot of people buy the hyper volatile stuff because they're impatient. I think a lot right. of people, they don't want to, they're not, they're not ready to get in the mud. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not built. Right. For that. There's, there's, <laughs> right. right. There's, there's, there's too much agony down there where you're, you know, you're it's, it's slow, right? Like a lot of times down oh, yeah. there, it's slow. Like it's a process and you talk about the process a lot. It's a process and you know, you might be holding this Mahomes and it goes up 15, 20% and it, you know, then it goes down 8% right. and it, it's just not sexy though. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not sexy. right. Like when, when like, places, like it
1: doesn't give you that extra, that extra, you know, wake up in the morning. I feel no, you exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, and, and it's kind of, I, I, when it comes to like the fitness stuff, like a lot of people are like, oh, how should I lose weight? I'm like, just start by fucking walking. You know what I mean? Like literally just walk. And they're like, Oh, what else? Huge, And I'm like, like, just walk, like just it, like, stop telling like what else and what should I do here? And you're getting so wrapped up in, in the the big big picture. And instead just focus on like what literally one step at a time. Right. So I think, um, I think everyone wants things way too quick. I I don't think that they're willing to kind of put in the work. I've said this a million times. I think the hobby is very lazy when it, whether that's like, Education. Oh my God. That's like, <laughs> you know, like it's,
1: oh my God.
0: I, I don't know. It's we can just... go
1: on for days about that subject <laughs> as well. You know, I feel like, you know, when it comes to investing defensively, like I know everyone and their mother this offseason, this football offseason, they were all preparing for Sam Howe, including myself. And let's just use this for example, right? Mason Rudolph is now starting again for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was investing in Mason Rudolph when he was a rookie way back in the day, right? And I ended up making money off of Mason Rudolph. But there will still be people today, like you said, because it's sexy. They'll buy a Mason Rudolph RPA for 150 bucks, And when he has negative 80 yards and 14 interceptions you know, against the Bengals this Sunday, everyone's going to be like, "Well, why didn't anybody tell me? Well, we did tell you. Everyone's just so focused on, I need to follow this influencer who told me, you know, because he bought a ton of Sam Howell to buy Sam Howell, that's not the case. Let's do some research like you said. Let's look at stats. The kid went to UNC. Is UNC a a winner in football? I'm just a little confused. Yeah, they were ranked this year, but I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, UNC is a basketball school. So (laughs) let's be honest with one another. When these prospects, quarterbacks especially, come out, You want to look at where they played, who they played with, you know, do they play in a dome? What style of offense do they play? What's their deep ball accuracy? All these things go to the wayside. I feel like now in cards and it's like, everyone's still looking for that next Mahomes. And I see people spending already, you know, thousands of dollars on Arch Manning in my personal opinion. And let me know if you disagree, the boom is gone. So I don't really understand why we're spending 30K on one-on-one or more than that on, on one-on-one college autos of Arch Manning when there's Tom Brady rookie autos that are still affordable at like two grand for a, for a nine or an eight-five press pass auto or whatever the circumstance may be, three, four, five, whatever the circumstance may be. And it's liquid to the point where if you can't sell those cards If we're talking about defensive investments, if you can't sell them, there's always someone out there that will end up letting you take that card, have them trade down on it. You get a ton of stuff and you'll end up profiting. There's so many different times where nine times out of 10, I'll end up making money because of who the player is versus, and meaning like who the player is because of, you know, the long list of accomplishments in their career versus, Someone like Chet Holmgren, which at any point, or Zion Williamson, he had like 11 points last night, but everyone loved Zion. I, I didn't like Zion. You know, it was the same thing like that. Everyone yeah. wants that instant satisfaction. And I feel like the more research that you can do and also understand that the more defensive investments that you get into, the more money you will make and safer money you will make than risking it all going after that. That sexy little superstar that will end up going for, you know, 60% of what it once was because the team isn't good or the coach is bad or they won't win games and playoffs. Like, I remember way back in the day, like, for example, if you ended up pulling a Jason Tatum RPA and today he pops off for a triple-double, that card and all of the rest of his stuff goes up and now it just kind of settles. Yes. At at least from what I've seen with a lot of different stuff. It just like, like all of a sudden someone goes off for like a month and it'll go like boop and then back to normal. Or if someone's really bad, it just goes way down. So in my opinion, instead of risking, you know, and listen, I think Tatum is going to end up being a hall of famer. That's just my two cents. It's a Benny hot take for you. Okay. (laughs) Shout out my Missouri boys out there. love Jason Tatum. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, there's a lot of guys out there that I don't want to wait another 10 years to see if they're going to be Hall of Famers. And old school collecting and investing in cards, it was really more so a sense of if the guys are really bad and they're backups, those are the guys that you want to pick up for a dollar, $2 for autographs. Literally, like I remember Nate Sudfeld popped off and he was a dollar contenders auto and then Literally the the day after he popped off, they'll shut up to two fifty a piece yeah. before the boom.
0: Yeah,
1: way before the boom. Yeah. So I feel in my heart, if more people were to understand that, yeah, like everything's gonna go down here and there. There's always gonna be a sale that pops up that someone's not going to like. But at the same time, if you put more of your eggs in a safer basket, you won't have a bunch of nasty yoke on your hands you know what i mean yeah, so, yeah for sure i feel like that's that's huge i feel like that's huge
0: i agree with you i mean i i, I recently saw like slab slab stocks posted that uh, like frowning or brass browning i don't know i said frowning uh browning his, his like yeah slab jake browning <laughs> prison draft picks auto sold for like 450 bucks and like those things were selling for like eight bucks all day And like, we're talking about a prism draft picks card. This guy (laughs) is a backup quarterback. The minute Joe Burrow's healthy, that man is out of the job. You know what I mean? Like at best, at best, they make the playoffs. Like what is, what's the ceiling here? You know what I mean? Realistically, like who's buying that at 450 and thinks that they're going to make money. Like that's my, the questions I ask myself when I see a sale. Those
1: are the people. Those are the people that were to sit in their cars at 5 a.m., snorting Xanax, getting ready to rip retail off the shelves at Walmart, Target, Tesco, wherever you're at, geographically, wherever you're at, pick a supermarket. They're out there trying to wait for flux retail. And, you know, everyone and their mother, they came in trying to say, you know, I have 80 boxes of Chronicles basketball retail, you know, boxes, you know, let me, let me try and put my fingers in your butt and try and dig money out of your pockets you know what i mean and that's kind of where the hobby was at it was it really reminded me of the whole sneaker community at a time because of how toxic that community is and was and it kind of created a sense where i remember bro oh my lord thank god this is an unfiltered uncensored podcast (laughs) for benny i would go on instagram my boy I'm like having trauma flashbacks. i go on Instagram and you'd have collectors taking their girlfriend, wives, people they paid on the corner of the street, whoever they found and take Zion PSA nine base prism slabs and put them on their boobs. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't go around card shows wearing a trench coat, female, male, whoever asking kids, do you want to see what's underneath my trench coat? And there's a Charizard PSA 10 what's happening. I'm confused. And it's the same thing as Jake Browning. What's happening? He's over here screaming that's why you shouldn't have fucking cut me. Bro, you were Hold on, let me get this straight. I don't even think he's a backup. I'm pretty sure when he started this season he was a third string quarterback. He was. So he was. let's re- let's relax, Jake, and understand that you got an opportunity that you did a lot with and once like you said Joe Burrow comes back, you're back in the crib with a bottle in your mouth. So like I don't think people understand like Just because someone succeeds in three, four, five games in this NFL season doesn't mean they're going to be Brock Purdy. It doesn't mean they're going to be Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, the list goes on. And it's actually thinning out that quarterback. Because if you, you know, were to really look back in time at Trevor Lawrence, right, at, at how high his market was to now where he's at now, what are the Jags going to do?
0: It's still high. I think his I think his stuff is still high. Like I remember the off season. I remember the off season. There was like no dip, and I was like, I don't understand. I'm like, it went up. I'm like, can someone explain to me why these cards are so expensive? Because like I don't understand. Like, yeah, the Jags are a pretty good team, and he's a pretty good quarterback, but he's won one playoff game, and they snuck in. You know, like I was like, they're they're in a tough division. I'm like, I don't. Uh, it beats me i don't understand the problem is is that it's it's the fear of
1: missing out it's it's people who are who are going to sit here and tell everyone else buy player xyz because i have a large platform and didn't do the research and i need to protect my investment versus back in the day it was look at what this player did in college this was the system that he ran in college versus the system he has in the NFL. Who's the NFL coach? Are they likely to win a playoff game? Are they likely to win a super bowl? Is he likely to win MVP? Like I feel like all of those questions have now been crumpled up and someone did a step back Kobe shot and cranked that into a trash can. And it just doesn't work that way. The problem is nowadays a lot of people are losing money or have lost money because they're buying 18th year logo mans of LeBron. Take that LeBron logo man money or take that Zion Williamson, national treasures, RPA money, or take all these other crazy things that people are now, obviously listen, if you're buying a LeBron logo, man, you have a lot more money and a lot less things to worry about than I do. So I respect that. But my main point is, is, Instead of looking at what's you know glitz and glamour or, or, or at what's shiny, right? Let's look at what's already been proven and what's been done and what can be done going forward. So obviously if Tom Brady's retired and he can't win Super Bowls anymore, who are the players in NFL, in my opinion, people should be going after? Well, that's guys like Mahomes and Hurts. And I would even throw – like if you want to play defensively – and a guy that I think that'll end up going up over time because he's really under. Sucks the situation he's in right now with John Payton and the Broncos. But Russell Wilson's stuff is disgustingly cheap. He's a yeah. Super Bowl winner. I mean, w- what do we have to talk about? Like, Joe Flacco stuff is disgustingly cheap. Like, I agree 15 with bucks. you.
0: I agree. And I'm like, I, I got it. And I'm, I'm sitting here like. I got a Flacco X Fractor for a dollar, bro. Like, and it was like, I was like what Yo, What? i'm like that's, like we're talking about like a short printed parallel like i mean it's nowhere near printed like it yeah is now. bro i was like this man is like like actually vetted you know what i mean like and the same thing with, like uh yeah. cam, cam newton like guys that actually won mvps i remember going yeah. into the season and being like why are lamar jackson's prices so 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 fucking cheap i'm like this guy's actually won an mvp though do you know like he's still playing uh-huh he was, like, 22 it's, years old when he won his MVP. Like, I, 100%. I, you know what I'm saying? And he has I'm a like, better but offense. Like, but Sam yeah. Howell is, like, 3, 4, 5, 6x this guy. I'm like, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. Jalen Hurst just went to the Super and it's, Bowl. It's, it's and he would have won He would have won MVP if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes. You know? Same thing. I'm like, I, I don't... Oh, yeah, 100%. I, make
1: it make sense. 100%, bro. It's literally in a situation where... Well, and in, in, in the way I try and let people kind of come to their own conclusion with this whole situation and a lot of people will be like well you're negative this and we want positive Ben and we want positive collecting that's what I'm here for and that's the reason why I'm I get negative in senses like this where it's like well Ben why are you telling us to what 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 to do with our money that's not what, what I'm doing but when people want to sit around and be like oh the hobby's dying or yeah. the community's dying or x y and z who are you listening to who are you watching are you focused on yourself because those are the most three important things to me like like if you're not watching what you're doing if you're not focused on yourself and if you're not really really looking at how to keep growing yourself as a person as a business whatever you're looking to do in life if you're not constantly changing you will be changed it's as simple as that so i feel like you know, people want to say, well, you guys are being negative. You know, wh- wh- why does it matter to invest? I miss old cards. I do too. But at the same time, we have everyone and their mother nowadays trying to tell people who just came in the hobby or were the same people with a lot of money who were snorting Xanax trying to pick up retail flux. The same people I was talking about earlier you know, on those Walmart. It's all the same people whether it's new people or old people in this hobby, sometimes reminders are needed where it's like, this is where cards used to be. Like I remember when certified basketball and football, dude, that was a a less than $150 box of cards, but now people are selling them for like, I don't know what the, the MSRP is now to, to this point, but I remember people were selling them for like 600 bucks and you would never get your money back out of it. Yeah. You would never get your money back out of guys like, uh, Josh Jackson in the NBA or get money back out of guys like Kenny Pickett or, uh, Josh Rosen in the NFL. And it was always because people were trying to, to fix that fear of missing out to change the, 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 the money in their lifestyle because they saw someone with a Patrick Mahomes rookie patch auto, they sold it and bought a house and they want to be just like them. It just doesn't work that way sometimes. Uh And that's where it goes back to my last point. You know before before i want to hear what your beautiful golden voice has to say it goes back to the point where cards used to be the wild west it's just not that way anymore it just isn't
0: i agree with you i mean i had to provide a little perspective on instagram today i was like i'm like enough is enough like over the last few days obviously the tops situation where they printed double super they 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 printed what they normally do okay (laughs) And then someone, an employee, stole the, the the ones that were meant to be destroyed, which happens quite frequently. And so I had to make a video and be like, hey, listen, guys. Cause there were people in the comment section being like, the hobby is dead and fanatics. Oh my is, god. Fanatics is fucking up. And <laughs> uh, and I'm like, do you understand that this has been happening forever? This has literally been happening forever. Like, I know that you guys feel like like everything is only going, going wrong right now, but I, and I'm not saying it's okay that it happened. And I'm not saying that like, it's, it's okay that it keeps happening. But what I'm saying is that the hobby has been through shit like this. The hobby will continue to go through shit like this. Hopefully Mm -hmm. less of it happens. But if you're going to stand here or sit, sit on your keyboard and tell me that the hobby is dead because someone stole super fractors from a facility and then, Sold them on eBay like an idiot, all twenty-seven on the same day. Like, I just, I just, I can't, I can't possibly believe you. Like, I just, you're, you're nuts. I don't agree with you. The hobby is not dead. The hobby will never be dead. The hobby has survived Bill Mastro. The, the the hobby has survived fucking oh yeah, countless people trimming cards a lot. PSA's inception, you know, PSA with the first card they ever graded was a, a fucking trimmed. Honus Wagner, you know? so like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, like look, and like, look where <laughs> they are, you know? So like, I, I think that we all kind of need perspective sometimes. And oftentimes this perspective is labeled as like negative. And you're like, I'm not, I'm for the hobby. I am very much for the hobby. You know, like, Oh, it's
1: being I, real.
0: If yeah. people want to fucking rip rip, I tell people all the time. One of the dumbest things you can do is rip financially speaking dumb. All right. Now, if oh, yeah. you want if you want to do it, I'll tell you which breakers I stand by, you know? Like I'll I and I'll continue to oh, remind yeah. you I don't think this is a great idea, but if that's what you want, <laughs> if that's if that's your itch, you know? People are like, "Do you break?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Well, you know, you you talk about bomb. I'm like, "Oh, who the fuck cares? You want to break? You break. That's fine. I set oh, yeah. collect. I'm not telling anyone else to set collect. Do I think it's a good idea? I think it's a great idea because I think somewhere out there someone's oh, yeah. trying to assemble the same sets as I am, you know? But it's just funny. I think we all need perspective, I think. And, and I think that the fact that you've been in the hobby in such a you know prominent role uh, for as long as you have versus, I mean, some of these other people um, and different segments of the hobby, I think is important because I think uh, people just don't really have that perspective. I mean, there's probably a reason why you don't still rip, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, bro. Or, or you don't you break know what? as much like, you know, there's a reason for all this shit.
1: I think it's time to talk about those reasons. And some people may be like, some people may not be ready. Some people may be new. This is a Ben rant. So this is for your entertainment only. All right. And it's real and it might hurt feelings, but I'm here for it. And I'm here to give you a hug and a kiss on the forehead and to tell you everything will be all right. I promise. Uncle Benny's here. I'm like Uncle (laughs) Buck, man. I'm here to make pancakes. So, you know, I got to be honest with you guys. The fact that everyone and their mother wants to break and everyone and their mother wants to be in front of the camera and everyone and their mother wants to do the same exact thing that everyone and their mother has already done. And people want to be the same characters that people have created. I've seen it time and time again. I've been in this hobby in in, in the the, I would say, more updated side of the hobby for over a decade now, because back in twenty twelve it was still Beckett mags and and going on YouTube and seeing who's gonna make a pc showcase and, and sit there and and comment. Now it's, you know, how much money can you make? and how can you invest wisely and, you know, following uh, economic trends and and doing all the things that now, <laughs> 14 year old collectors back in 2012 everyone was worried about oh my god can can I get a cam newton patch auto for christmas and now everyone's like how can I sign up for an llc for christmas like i'm happy that the growth is there and that people are becoming you know their own businessman and they're going after their dreams and they're understanding that every day that you wake up and do something that you love it's better than working in a cubicle which is a prison cell so I respect that nine to five grind and I respect everyone putting as much effort and, and, and work as they have into this hobby since the boom happened in 2020, all the way up until now where things started to settle out. But if I am being real and honest, as always, I am so sick and tired of this cookie cutter crybaby bullshit where everyone wants to cry about why isn't it happening for me? I'll tell you why it's not happening for you, because you are not doing anything different that will make you successful. And you can be like, well, Ben, what do you mean by that? Okay. Well, if if collector XYZ, pick a successful person, right? If, if they're on whatnot and they have a certain following on eBay and they do everything else, right? That doesn't mean you have to do everything like they do. That means you can find your own niche. You can go after your own side of the hobby. You can use a podcast. You can, you know, be a a, a grader and clean cards for, for people's, uh, you know, grades and, and do different things. And now that the hobby has kind of leaned out where – there's no more raffles anymore. You're not going to find anyone uh, on any given night going on Instagram live or any other different website providing that to you. And now it's more so streamlining everything to eBay and making money on there. And and now you have to go to card shows and buy at 65% so you can make your little nut. And then all of a sudden, you know, everyone's sitting there like I made 16% ROI. Congrats. Let's talk about, Let's talk about where we should be at, in my opinion, and where we should be at in this hobby to this day, in my opinion, is lifting everyone else up and is not focusing on someone that just came out of the woodworks in 2020, who's still probably licking the same window behind me. They're huffing glass. They're like that huffer fish at the doctor's office, the one that's like (laughs) on the glass. You know, the one that the scary one, you see their whole insides. Like, I don't want to be anywhere near those people, man. I really don't. Or the people who would wait in line at Walmart or Target to then screw over young kids of the hobby who want to open up a retail box. But because you have 80 Chronicle NBA blasters, you're a cool guy. Not to me. No, you're a loser. That's just my whole perspective on it. Because the more you want to screw over the person standing next to you, the more you don't want to be different. And the more you want to complain, cry about the success that is given to other people and not yourself, those are the people that you have seen leave the hobby. And that's the blessing that we have gotten because everyone's so worried about, oh my God, I looked at the card ladder index and it's down 23%. Bro, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Enough. No more. I don't want to hear anymore. I hear this card went down 23% this quarter. Like we're talking about fucking stocks. Well, if we're talking about stocks like how cars are supposed to be, like how everyone wants cards to be, it's the stock market. You don't want it to be the stock market. It will get regulated. I and agree. then everyone's gonna be like,
0: oh, I agree. What
1: happened? What happened to collector influencer man who told me to invest in Andre Drummond? Well, he's in jail now for insider trading. Oh, look at that. People don't understand. Like, focus on yourself and you will find the people who love you and want to support you. And that's why I'm so blessed. Because I really feel like I'm 28, man. I'm a short, curmudgeon real as fuck, love everyone to death motherfucker. And that's just who I will always be. I'm like young Danny DeVito, man. I look like a gnome. Like if you took my head and put it upside down, I'd have hair on both sides of my head, okay? I'm I'm with it. That's who I am. I want to see other people succeed honestly, genuinely and truthfully versus sitting there like, ah. He made $10,000 and posted it on YouTube. I got a hate on it. Or my beautiful mustache friend. I saw the hate (laughs) comment video. Everyone who hates on you, kiss my ass from the backside. I love you to death. Cheers. It's Uncle Benny and will always be and forever will always be Uncle Benny. And I really feel like if people were to say to themselves, I can do it and envision it, manifest it and generate it. There wouldn't be any questions on who should I invest in, research, take the time out. If you're in baseball, slab stocks, and other people like that have wonderful perspectives, there's podcasts to listen to. There's tons of people giving a ton of information out for free since the dawn of time, and people will still sit on their hands until they're completely numb and say, why isn't it happening for me? Oh, I wonder why I I wonder why why, I really wonder why. Let's be honest. okay. the reason why it's not happening to you is because you're fucking lazy. And I was lazy, too. I used to be four hundred and forty pounds and I used to walk and I lost two sixty. I'm finding a little bit of that weight back. You know, Benny likes his cookie brownies. But I'll be honest with you here. okay. anything can be done if you put the work and time into it. So, yeah, sure. stop focusing, and my last point on this aspect, stop focusing on everyone else. Worry about yourself in all things in, in life, whether it's personal or in in cards. But the way you can be successful in cards nowadays, bro, I would have never envisioned it, and I'm so happy to see where the hobby's at because it's so honestly beautiful to to see where things have fine. Like, like I, like I I'm, I'm lost at words for, bro. It, you can literally go so to a happy. card show.
0: You can literally go to a card show in the not so distant future and see fucking Tom Brady. Like if, yeah. someone, if someone were to tell you that like three years ago, five years ago, like-, like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, yo, you go to a card show, you see Meek Mill or fucking little baby, like bro, Derek I- cheater, Alec, like I- Allen Iverson regularly. You know what I mean? Like, I was <laughs> like, I don't, that's that's why I, I go and I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Like I go into these shows sometimes and I'm just like this is a dream for me. Like past like kid me would be like, what the fuck did oh, you yeah. do to get here? You know, like <laughs> what did you do to 100%. get here? And I'd say I just collect carts. Like I, I, I do what you liked doing and I just like managed to pick it back up and here we are. Like it's fucking yeah. nuts. And to your point, like kind of staying in your lane and I'm kind of humbled because I, I, I got really humbled when I jumped back in. I jumped back in 2020, like seriously. Before that, I was like I'd collect the sick, like uh soccer stickers. So I did like the, oh, yeah. the every fucking the every seven. every tournament we 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 did the books, uh McDonald's hockey cards, Tim Horton's hockey cards. I always set collected. And so and we didn't really spend a ton of money on sports cards. It was like my, my mom collected sports cards actually, and she was all That's about set sick. collecting. And so you know, it, it was like not a lot of money if like we went to McDonald's and we like there were like a dollar pack, you get three cards, and she'd get like five of them every time she went for me. She'd come home with like five packs, right? And that's kind of what my collecting was like in terms of sports cards. Jump back in in 2020, I see everybody making you know crazy money off basketball and football.
1: And, oh my god! And,
0: and baseball, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, like. I I remember thinking, like, oh, I wish I could have a Luka, right? Like, I was like, man, I wish I had a Luka right now. And then I pulled myself out of that, and I was like, hold on a second. Like, you just want that because everyone else kind of has that, right? And, like, that's, like, the most desirable shit. And I saw, like, most of the hype, like, people were, like, they'd repost Luca's and, like, all the cards that were being reposted, they'd be reposted for a day. And then after that, no Mm. one gives a fuck about it. And I'm like... Yeah. I'm like, that's interesting, because, you know, if you chase... If you chase those likes, you're going to be in the hole and no one's going to be there with you. They might love you today, but tomorrow when you have to sit with that card, six months from now, when you have to sit with that card, they're going to be looking at you like you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't get in on retail. I couldn't get in on boxes. Canada was fucking locked down. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to lean into the shit. Oh yeah, I heard. I'm, I'm going to lean into the shit that I'm good at. I'm good at. I'm good at hockey. I know a fuck ton about hockey. I know the AHL. I know drafts. I was like, you know, the, the, there's like a three year kind of like uh, a delay when the card comes out and the, the kid actually starts playing well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to jump in on certain players and uh, like guys that haven't quite like made their peak. Everyone was buying Laffy's for 500 bucks. I was like, you're a fucking <laughs> Oh my God. I was like, you're fucking, I'm like, you're crazy. I'm not buying Laffy's. I'm not going near Laffy's. I was like, I was buying OV's. I was like, like, I'm like, let's do this smart, you know? And uh, I didn't make a fucking fortune, but I made enough to to fuel like my PC. Mm. And, and to your point in the beginning where you're like, you know, a lot, a lot of your buying and selling goes towards buying bigger cards later for yourself essentially. And those are like investment pieces, right? Like, and so yeah. that's kind of like, I'm like, I've actually created a situation now where I can use my knowledge on prospecting and on like, this guy has been injured. Gabe Velarde. I was buying, I have been buying Dude. Gabe Velarde nonstop. Do you know that? Nonstop in the off season. He's a I, have, king. I, have, I, have, I have screenshots. I have like, bro, I was buying this guy. I, salute like, you. I was buying him like crazy. He comes back. Kyle Connor gets injured. I'm like, this is beautiful. I'm just waiting. Oh dude guys had nine, nine, nine points in three games <laughs> nine points in three games. I just sold a cup that I bought like five weeks ago for 60 bucks. I sold it for like 155. not crazy, but like you're talking that's, about like that's amazing. Like, 3x in like five weeks, right like so oh, I'm yeah. like I can use that and then put that into something I actually want and that's kind of like everyone that's... has the, everyone has the ability to do to do this, right? everybody has the ability to do this everyone has the ability to to know the sport to know the players to put in the work to know exactly what to buy it's just a matter of like do you want to put in the time and energy in order to do it if the answer is no then you will never be successful no matter how much boxes cost no matter how much the the quality control is shit now no matter how bad no matter how bad the psa graders fucking were or, you know, like how expensive it is to, to on-site grade at the national. No matter what those fucking things are, you will never be successful. Period. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. that's my fucking rant. I lo- and that's what
1: I love about you, brother. Because we share a lot of viewpoints that are the same. And that goes to the point that I was talking about earlier. You were defensively investing and provided yourself with another investment based off of the success of your prior ones. Yeah. And that's what we, what, what I really, the the full gist of it, that's what it is, is. What would you rather have? Would you rather have Alexis Lafreniere who will probably be shaking that Laffy Taffy down here on the corner <laughs> soon? He'll be in the AHL soon. Like my man, Biz. I love my boy Biz Nasty. but He's
0: playing you know, okay this year, man. He's playing. Okay. I know, but I he's still hate. I still hate on him. I know. I know. I still
1: hate on him. I got. I got to give love to my other boys, like <laughs> Jason Robertson out there. Some guys that completely switch. Kale McCarr. Guys that completely changed everything. Jack Hughes looks like he's Captain America now, and I love it. Yeah. You know, I love hockey to, to pieces, and I really feel like the blessing that really came out of the boom was that all of the other markets got love finally. Like, I'm sure you would have seen that with soccer too. Like, if if we're being not
0: want to buy it though, do you know what I mean? Like, right. Right. Like I'm like, this doesn't make any sense though. Like I I will say that there are things that came out where I was like, wow, I've never seen that before. And like, and like, it kind of gave me more of a direction on kind of what I want. But I was, I was looking at some of these players and I'm like, I can't imagine spending 2000 bucks on a guy who's never played Like, I can't prospect. <laughs> I still can't prospect in, in soccer because oh, the, the fucking bro, prices the of these guys are so expensive. <laughs> I'm like, this guy has the to win balong doors in order for this to justify this fucking price. Do you remember Joao Felix? Of course. He's a Portuguese. Bro.
1: Bro. Oh, man. I loved him to pieces. And I was like, he's going to be amazing. And wh- who is he playing with? It, it, wh- was it... Ronaldo at the time
0: he went. I think he, it was was it Ronaldo. It, he what do you mean? He went to Benfica and then he got sold to. Oh, where did he go from Benfica? What was that? I'm I'm
1: ignorant with soccer. What was okay. that? Uh, I think it, it was Port, Portugal team play, and okay. it was like it wasn't World Cup, obviously, but you
0: know stuff like that. But anyway, oh, so moving it might have like been it might have been 2019
1: 20 Yeah, yeah, yeah it it was, was, there you go. Perfect. So they were playing together.
0: Or Nations League, one of those two.
1: We had one of those two. I got to get smartened That's up okay. with soccer, man. I'm, I'm like, no, it's, it's gonna, be, gonna be, It's going to
0: be in the United States soon, bro. You guys have to get smartened up.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm going to be going to all those damn World Cup games, streaking on the field. People are going to be <laughs> scarred for life. <laughs> they will be like, Uncle Benny, please put it away. Please. <laughs> but... <laughs> But more so speaking on it, like, guys like Joao Felix, where I remember his Taps Chrome base, PSA 10, that was a $700 card, 20 bucks now, I think. Like, what happened? And it's kind of the same thing with hockey, where it, the best thing, in my opinion, now I know everyone likes to complain, everyone hates player worn, and everyone doesn't want, you know, Person X to succeed because they have a different viewpoint than them, but they don't understand that that's just life. But moving on, you know, whatever it could have been, all the negatives that people could have with the boom in cards. I, in my opinion, the best thing that has happened is that I got a whole bunch of new brothers and sisters out of that. I also have seen markets, like I said earlier, like actually grow hockey. I love hockey to pieces, man and seeing cards actually get the love that they deserve and 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 see that you can still like you said you can buy something for 60 bucks like Gabe Velarde and flip it for 150 that's still out there and in my opinion sports like hockey soccer MMA those still have the market of old the 2017 to 2019 market where you could buy in at 30 bucks and sell it at 200 Where nowadays, if you were to buy something for 30 bucks, it's like an undrafted rookie. And that's as much as, you know, your money's going to stretch and they're going to be already out of the league. You know what I mean? And I feel like in MMA, soccer, and hockey, because of the boom, it put more of a spotlight onto those sports. And now we're able to actually collect and actually get some money back from collecting. Like, I'm a huge Jason Robertson guy. I was on him from day one. I sold him sneakers back in the day. Really? Him to pieces. Yeah, man. I was a huge, huge sneaker guy back in the day. Um, really? Who else? He was, who he
0: else? was a third-rounder, third so he wasn't even on people's radar.
1: Nobody's, bro. Nobody's. Uh, Cole Caulfield, uh, obviously huge <laughs> higher it. pick than Jason Robertson. That's I my love guy, Cole though. Caulfield. That's my guy. He's, he's a good dude. I sold him sneakers before as well, too, way back in the day. Well, mainly to their parents. And I would end up meeting these these players' parents from card shows, bro. From from That's card wild. shows that they would visit down in Massachusetts or over when I would go out to Chicago or wherever I were, were were to be. And I still remember to this day, and it's it's the craziest thing. You know that baseball prospect? Well, now he's in the he's in the league. But Hunter Green, yeah, Hunter Green collected cards, and he just walked over me one day. Every everyone in the building's following. Me. And I'm like, who is this guy looking at my case? And my boy Jared's like, dude, that's, that's he's like the number one prospect. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm ignorant. So, uh, <laughs> you know, Rex Ryan collects vintage, like all these different markets from the boom. It's a blessing. Vintage has not died in a hole. Like, you're actually seeing the market go up as it should because the cards are 100 plus years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of benefits that happen from this boom. But I think the number one thing, like how you touched on earlier is don't be stuck in that group of fear of missing out, collect what you want to collect, be happy with your investments, understand the more research and time you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. That's what happened with me. That's And honestly, the more time and research you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. But also sometimes that luck, and it kind of goes back to that whole wild west side of things where I were, where I was, excuse me, where I was telling people like, the times are gone where you can go on Instagram live and make 250 bucks off of buybacks and raffles. Or the reason why I don't break anymore is because I don't want to be a used car salesman. I don't want to have to sell you who I love dearly on why you should buy a box so I can profit on it and you lose all your money. I can't do that. Like morally, I can't. And I know that if you want to rip, that's your objective. And I love ripping. I miss breaking every day. I miss screaming heat check and getting all excited. And and honestly, like I uh you had someone on your podcast, I forget his name, but I love the content they make. They do um comps on break prices. Break
0: break comp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or comp break. Perfect. Yeah.
1: Comp break. Yeah. So I love what he's doing because what I would always try and do is, is if I get something from a distributor and it's MSRP on blowout is 125 a box i'm trying to hit 120 i'm not trying to hit like there's these people that would one box breaks or group breaks or whatever and it's like you end up breaking it down and let's say it's an nba product so there's 30 teams in there and they're doing a one box break and all of a sudden you're like oh it's why are you charging 30 dollars a spot 30 spots the box costs 125 i can't do that anymore so and never did I ever because that's just – anyway, I might even
0: touch on it. But
1: <laughs> moving on. So, so you know, uh, we're going to keep things positive, baby, positive. I'm, not, I'm learning. I'm learning. But, you know, uh, if I'm being real and honest, you know, instead of worrying about all these other different things, play more defensively versus going after offensive investments – really really build one another up understand like listen bro like if i didn't have you brendan and guys who love me to pieces i don't know where i'd be today because i'll be honest with you like it's really a family to me it's a real close-knit brotherhood that i think a lot of people are overlooking because they're so focused on how much money they can make off of you or me or him or her and it's like instead of Yeah, everyone's going to make profit. But what happened to the deals where it was 50-50 and both sides made money? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you want my card. So you have to give me, you know, your soul, your mom's (laughs) car. You can't go outside for two weeks. Like, like all these different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, instead of doing that. You know, instead of doing that, why don't we build one another up and why don't we research and why don't we play defensively versus listening to someone say like, for example, like if I, if someone were to ask me, Ben, who should I invest in? I'm going to say, I'm not going to tell you that because I don't want you to lose money. And if they're still persistent, I'm going to sit there and be like, well, look at who's succeeding right now. And it's never the answer they're looking for because they're like, well, why did you tell me to invest in Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Why not? Like man can have Jalen Hurts can have seventeen interceptions all he wants, 17 turnovers, whatever the case may be. I'll still throw money into him versus Victor Webanyama. I'm just sorry, like yeah. guys, like like I'm all set. Like I don't want to risk someone being seven foot nine and have knees that are. Constructed from you know masking tape and bubble gum, like I. Well, yeah, especially especially you know, I love like Wembley. a Wemby
0: Wemby oh. hoops, you know what I mean? Like that's that's it too, right? Where you're like, oh
1: my there's god, there's like
0: such a rush to get like the first of something. Where you're like, you need to you need to try to figure out, or you need to remember that like this product or this this card in this type of of I mean you know hoops versus eventually when Prism comes Prism, out. Like, yeah. You know this card is is going even if he plays well, even if he performs well, it's going to come down. Like, and so you just I have to be reasonable people, about shit. You know what I mean?
1: A hundred percent. I always tell people, if you're so inclined to buy that hoops rookie Wemby right now, wait until April because let's say it's three hundred right now. In April, that card will be forty five bucks.
0: I agree. I say it too, six months, just wait six months. Even if he has an amazing season, it's going to go down. Like, it will go down at some point. It will 100% go down, whether it's because other releases, whether it's because he has a bad stretch of games. He's a normal fucking person. Maybe people are just bored of sports cards in the summertime. Like, it's it's normal, you know? Like, it's completely normal for that card to come down a little bit, even if it comes back up at some point. But wouldn't you rather own it when it comes down like buy it when it comes down, then yes. buy it at the top. It's That's like, what I'm talking. You know, yes. Like, I don't know. But again, I guess there's like We're dropping dimes. There's something to be said about owning it first, right? Like, I mean, it's like like I said, yeah, the Instagram man. flex, right? Like you get your one day in the sun and and everyone's talking about you for a day. I'll never forget when that Mac Jones was was bought, that one hundred thousand dollar Mac Jones. Oh my
1: god. A,
0: <laughs> when that kid sold the one one. When he yeah, yeah, when he the sold one, yeah. He so sold, he sold it. For a hundred thousand dollars, I was like, "That kid is a genius. I love that." The kid was like thirteen years old, I think. Washed, yep. washed his hands. said, "See you later." Everyone's like, "He should grade it. He should do this." I was like, "Buddy, sell that shit. Sell it. A hundred thousand dollars or like it could be worth 5 I'm like, "I'm out, bro. And I'm, I'm out." One million dollar <laughs> Justin. That's agreed, and it goes one million dollar oh, Justin Herbert, and that's the you greed know?
1: side of things.
0: I don't understand
1: bro. I'm telling you like my biggest thing is, is that this hobby has shown me that it, if, if this era isn't the, what have you done for me lately crowd, I don't know what era we're in. And I really honestly wholeheartedly feel that the more people were to actually sit down with themselves. Right. And actually be like, okay, why do I need to be greedy and get, five times more money out of a card, right? And yes, that's the smart business thing to do is to maximize your profit. I agree with that. Now let's really talk about it though. That kid sold that card for 100K. Mac Jones, like this goes to the research side. This goes into everything that we just talked about. If you were smart, and I'm not saying anyone's dumb, but if you were smart and you look at Mac Jones, right? And you look at his college stats and you watch games and you were... Actively in football, watching things happen, right? You would understand that he came from Alabama. And the same thing that's happening when Mac Jones was playing at Alabama, the same thing's happening now where they can't find a quarterback, but they have really good receivers and an amazing defense and a tremendous offensive line. And they're a beautiful, wonderful built team. And the reason why players succeed in those situations is because they're game managers And a lot of people missed the boat on that and didn't really see or didn't really study or didn't really research. And they're still complaining that this kid sold it for 100K. Like you said, why why wouldn't you grade it? It could be worth 500. But then all of a sudden, if he did grade it and if it got stuck at PSA or stuck at Beckett, and all Comes the back things, a seven time goes on.
0: You know what I mean, like bingo, bro. It's not even worth Bingo, it. the, the risk, it's... like it, it just—it's this. You're right. It's the greed. Like I, I'm willing to take like a twenty percent increase on a card. I say this all the time, all the time. I'm like, hey, listen, you want to give me fifteen percent more than I paid for it? It's yours. You know, like depends oh, on the card. Yeah. Depends on the card, obviously, right? But like, if it's something that I mm. actually means something to me, I'm like, I don't care. But if it's something that I'm like. I know someone's going to want, wants it more or I'm like, here's 15. 15- you want to give me extra 15%. It's yours. 20%. It's oh, yeah. yours. I'm not holding things for like two, three X the Gabe Velarde thing is because there was no comps, you know, like, but I'm, well, like, yeah, I'm, but I I'm like, I don't even that's, need that. That's to hold King Velarde, three though. Three X, you know, I'm like, have fun. You guys enjoy this. You are going to have fun. Oh yeah. I'm good. And this way, I don't feel well, like, like shit. You don't feel like shit. Everyone's good. And that's, and that's the major thing of like,
1: like, like helping yourself out and helping others out as well and that that's in my opinion what creates successful business and successful deals and it creates long term business for yourself because not only are you profiting and helping yourself out you're helping the person out as well and it kind of ties into my whole other thing about dogs sheep and pigs where You know, there's pigs out there, capitalist pigs who will want to stick their hands in your pockets and tell you, you know, a sad story or a delusion of grandeur story and and give you this whole spiel on how you can make money. Follow me, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and all these other different things. And then the sheep that follow the pigs where it's like, oh, you know, person XYZ told me to invest in Andre Drummond or told me to invest in. Sam Howell, or told me to, to invest in Kellen Mond, oh my God, or, or Josh Dobbs, or, <laughs> or the list goes on of quarterbacks that belong at Burger King or McDonald's, <laughs> and all these different people are telling you to invest into Josh Dobbs, or to invest into Nick Mullins, or to invest into, oh my Lord, the, the, Matisse Five I mean, pick a sport and I can make a meme out of the player that people have told people to invest into. And it's not me being salty because people were happy and successful collecting. Then we wouldn't be having this conversation. It's me seeing what people are doing to other people in order to benefit themselves. So when I'm talking about dogs, sheep, and pigs in today's hobby, you will always have those people who are going to sell you like – a used car and they'll say that nothing's wrong with it. Meanwhile, you open up the hood and it's like, there's four rat nests, a cat lives in there along with a homeless man and there's no engine block. And you're sitting there like, Oh my God, is it a car or what? So there's always going to be those people in this, in the hobby. And there's always going to be people, the sheep that follow them, but the dogs, let's talk about the dogs, Brendan, (laughs) the dogs are the people that are in there no matter what, that are in the hobby no matter what, that are going to be loyal to the hobby no matter what, that are going to collect because they love to collect and they were born to collect because that's what they grew up with and it's their hobby. Or if it's something new that someone has found, they're still a dog because they're loyal to it and they're not worried about the money that they make on it. And if they make money, that's great. And if they lose money, that sucks. And I hate it, but it happens. And that's the way the hobby goes. That's what being a dog is versus the sheep that want to sit around and wait for someone to tell them to do something. And then all of a sudden, bah and cry when it doesn't work out or pigs will sit there and say, collecting Zion or collecting Peyton Pritchard or Kellen Mond or Jacob Eason and guys like that, where it's only benefiting them because if you put two and two together. It's because those are the players that they invested in. That's why they're telling you to invest in those players. So it's unfortunate that we have to step around a minefield nowadays, but at the same time, there's so much success going on in the hobby that I'm so invigorated for and excited about. And, you know, to be able to have people come into the hobby, that's another blessing as well, because like I said, it all starts with the kids and it goes on and on and on. I was a kid one day, you were a kid one day. And we're always going to see new kids come into the hobby and it's supposed to be building them up and try and give them a game plan. And I want, in my heart, I really want to be that uncle figure in this hobby where it's Uncle Benny, you know, he swears he's vulgar, but he's a real dude and he cares about me. That's what I want people to look at me as. I don't want people to look at me as a used car salesman or let me dig my hands in your pockets or... How can you help me? And then once you help me, I'm good on that. And that's what I want to do. And that's what I want to do. And that's why I want to be here is to kind of guide the next hobby generation towards the light where you don't, you can be happy collecting your favorite player and making money and not be stressed out about it. People shouldn't be taking mental health breaks because of sports cards. There's no reason why everyone's stressed out Mm -hmm. or, scamming or worried about the person standing next to them or, you know, how can I, you know, grade this card? And when it comes back to seven, I'll end up blowing my top. Like Benny used to, man, I started to look at all that stuff. Like I'm really getting angry because a piece of paper that I love, but a piece of cardboard with a player's image on it with ink is in a protective sleeve the wrong way. That's why I'm upset. No, we need to take breaks sometimes And I feel like the best break that could have happened for the hobby, and this is hopefully all tying in together, the best break, all these breaks, the best break that could have happened for the hobby are the people that were really not into this hobby for the the love, for the passion, for the success. They were in it for the greed and they were in it for the money and all those people have left now. So all we're left with are all the good people. And that's why I love each and every single one of y'all because you still love Benny and Benny still loves you, baby. It's as simple as that. It's not that, rocket science, that's
0: baby. That's it. That's it, And I'm sure a lot more people are going to love you after this episode, man. That was great. Honestly, Benny, man, I want to thank you so much for jumping on. What I want to do is give you the opportunity to let everyone know where they can find you, uh, either a business endeavor or to ask you questions or to, so that you can be <laughs> Uncle Benny for them as well.
1: Absolutely. You guys can follow me on Instagram, Garnet Sports Cards, G-A-R-N-E-T Sports Cards. You can follow me on eBay as well. That's where a lot of the different stuff that I have for sales always available nowadays. I kind of leaned off of the Instagram side of the selling point because I really want to be on Instagram to talk to you guys, to answer questions, to post funny content, or what I think is funny, even though people are like, well, dude, what's wrong with this guy? He's <laughs> saying good morning at 6 p.m. at night. It's darker <laughs> than hell out. Why is he saying good morning? You know, I want to leave questions for those people. That's that's why Uncle Benny's here. So follow me on Instagram, Garnet Sports Cards, you can check me out over on eBay. I'm always going to be the man of the people, no matter what anyone wants to say. I'm always going to be your Uncle Benny. I always love you tremendously, and it's shit's never going to change. It's never been rocket science, silly. I, I hope that things were made uh, – or points were made clear by me. I know I'm a little a- a- out no, of, no, out no, of no, the, the loop and everywhere, yeah, but – I hope it was a good podcast and I I'm so happy you uh, invited me on brother. And I hope there's many more coming soon. Right. I, I would love to to have a Benny's corner on the coach, co cardboard coach uh, podcast, man. I'm telling you,
0: I love that, man. I love that team. I, I mean, thanks. Thanks again. Honestly, like I said, your perspective is invaluable. I think that, uh, I mean, your personality is invaluable. You are invaluable to this hobby, bro. So I appreciate the hell out of you. And, uh, team, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Cardboard Coach. You heard the man. Please go follow Garnett Sports Cards. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Coach Coe and Benny are out of here. Peace.